And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Here we are, out in uh, Baldwin Hills, uh, on a Saturday. There's a lot going on here at Zuckerman's Place. Are you all right, Zuckerman? My, my boys are here. Uh, the Lieberman family is here. The Zuckermans are all here. Uh, we have Chris O, celebrity chef, who's got his... Uh, it's a Scion XP? Is that yes. Scion, Scion XP, XP yeah. that you can, you can rent, and it's a Korean barbecue mobile. So it's wild. He's cooking for us. Um, and and happy uh, Wednesday, everybody. Yeah, you know, for it, us, it, happy the house Saturday. had to be wrecked at some point, and I figured you guys already half wrecked it, so now we're going to full wreck it. Yeah, Chris, uh, just so you know, was on Car Matchmaker back in the day and is here promoting this uh, Korean barbecue Saiyan. So perfect for us. Yeah, and we, invo- that, we invited. That, I was going to say we're not actually smoking cigars at the moment, so I have nothing to ash on. We'll get to that. We'll get there's to there's so much more. My boys have a drone. They've already flown it into uh, airspace and got a warning <laughs> that said, do not fly any higher. Jack said, never seen those before. I'll just swipe them off to the side. I love how he just didn't even care. Um, he's already been scoped out by the, the, the Secret Service because the vice president lives right. nearby and right. was flying over in that zone. And then they had to come. Anyway, um, before we get going, got a great show for you today. Uh, I want to remind you guys that today, listening to this show, this evening, uh, Inside Track, Road and Track's virtual question and answer series, uh, Mike Guy, uh, the editor-in-chief, is going to be interviewing me, uh, screenwriter, comedian, and podcast host, Mike Ferris, and it's not too late to sign up, so go to Road and Track and uh, Google Inside Track um, for Road and Track, and you'll see me there tonight, and... Uh, it's like a group Zoom call, I think. We're all, I think anybody can sign up. Anybody can be on the call. Anybody can ask questions. If we're lucky, there'll be some nudity. And uh, there's going to be a conversation, a lively conversation about cars, about writing, about entertainment, uh, about Johnny Lieberman, about uh, Zuckerman. Ask me whatever you want. Mike Again, is a good dude. That is tonight, um, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. And we'd love to have you. I'd love to have you show up. Um, a lot of uh, a lot going on with last week's show. Um, when we were over at your other house, your least favorite house, Suckerman, Leno called in and we put him on the air. And frankly, I was not. It was hard for me to hear what he was saying. But he made mention of a Tesla sedan plaid edition and a drag strip. And I was too busy trying to manage the microphone. Didn't even put it in the description of the podcast. Didn't even say anything. Suddenly it was all over Twitter because I guess it's news. Oh, it was a lot it, bigger than Twitter. Yeah. Tell, I, I, tell everybody what happened because I, yeah, I was caught off no, guard he, by in it. A, in a, well, so we, here's what, we don't know enough yet, but Tesla is fast and loose with the rules. But anyways, Jay claims he went 9.247 seconds in a quarter mile, which would be the quickest production car except for that Rimax may, thing. May I interrupt? He yes. doesn't claim he sent me the slip. I have it right here. Well, okay, but so here's the thing. So uh, what tires was it running? Also, it's on a prep surface. But there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Anyways, so the Dodge Demon did a 9.65 quarter mile. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not right. saying the car didn't do it. I'm saying what tires is it on? Is right. it on, is but, it on but, but before, Hoosier but, Slicks? But before you get to that, yeah, tell yeah, yeah. everybody why it's significant. Because the record was the Dodge Demon at 9.65 seconds. Uh, and so this would have beat it by four tenths of a second. That's a lot. Right. So it yeah. con- so it confirmed what Elon Musk, I guess, has been saying about the speed of the Plaid Edition Model S, 
right? Yeah, that, and it sets I, a record for I, the quarter said, mile. It, it, maybe, but like maybe third party, and, and that's the thing. The, the Dodge one is an asterisk too because that one was kind of they used what's called mine shaft air, so they went they waited for a weather event at a drag strip in Texas where right. the barometer drops, and suddenly you're it's as if you're 600 feet below sea level. So you, you get thicker air. <laughs> you get thicker air, <laughs> which makes you go faster. Which makes you go faster. Yeah. And so they waited for that. That's why no. That's why there was never a demon press car that you could th- a third party could verify. And that's why no one's ever gotten close to that. Ah, so I talked right. to the guy. I'm like, how did you actually get that number? He's like, mine shaft air. I'm like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was pretty exciting for us. I yeah, mean, no, it was great. Suddenly, was great. Spike's car radio was all over the place, and for, the Tesla front page news. It was yeah on all my favorite automotive sites, and it was uh, especially exciting because. I had just taken possession of the Tesla Model Y, or my wife did, and I was in the middle of my Tesla enthusiasm. And I am now, I think, what they call a Tesla fanboy. Oh, no. Oh, no. And lots oh, no. of people were saying, kill you. can you talk about this? And let me first tell you that I'm not replacing any kind of column of what I love about cars, all managed, you know, vintage, new, or whatever. I've added this new experience there. And from beginning to end, we had that uh, Mercedes, uh, the GLS, right? The, uh, the, Maybach. the, the Maybach, right? Yeah. We had it out to dinner. We came home. There was a new Tesla in our driveway. That's how it was delivered. There was no guy. There was no pimply-faced weirdo going, let me tell you how it works there. It was just nothing. It's just you open your app, and it said, hey, your car's here. Would you like to set it up? For the next hour, it flawlessly set up the car. It did not hiccup once. Who else would like to drive this car? I put in my wife's email address. She goes, should I try it? Boom, it just works. And I'm shaking my head yes for all, all you listening. But, I mean, I know I might be late to this Tesla thing, but I have been very, very impressed with this car right up until the drive over here where I was showing Erica, you know, the autopilot, how not to trust it, but what you can do with it and how it can, you know, on the 10, we had a lot of traffic. And we were chilling out. It was, you know, adaptive cruise control plus some more. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I, I really love this thing. Yeah. I am, a, I am now a Tesla convert. That doesn't mean I'm a fan of Elon Musk, but I'm a Tesla convert. And I, the way they've approached this car, the amount of steps that they've eliminated... The, the, the lack of use of the brake pedal, the, the, the little bong I get when the light changes if I happen to be looking down at my phone and I go, oh, it, it, it's taking care of me. The lack of switches, the lack of lights, the Spartan interior, the cleanliness of it, like Zuckerman's Listen house to there. this enthusiasm. I'm really I shocked. I am over the moon about it. Now, the way it drives, you know, I'm, I'm not going to ever take it on a drive that I want to enjoy. Let me put it that way. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, you bought the SUV. Yeah, you didn't buy the Model Three no, performance. No, but yeah. as you know, I yeah. took it to the grocery store. I took it to the Little League field. I did yeah. my errands yeah. in it. I loved that I wasn't polluting. I laughed at the seven dollar gas at the seventy six station on my corner. <laughs> you know, all of those things that they do. But what? But the amount of stuff that has been eliminated, especially coming out of that Maybach, that has switches and dials all the way down, <laughs> switches and dials, switches and dials and yeah. lights, all of it's gone, and I'm totally fine. Totally fine. Do you smell the barbecue? Oh, yeah. It smells good. That is amazing. But look, hey, I'm just announcing to you folks out there, I am now a fan of Tesla. I'm a Tesla fan. Jay, now, I heard one little bit of what Jay was saying because we we didn't have great volume. He said he did the quarter mile 
and they had the AC on as if they didn't need any special mind shaft air right, right. or hot air or yeah. anything. Well, I guarantee, I guarantee the, 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 the AC disconnected for 9.2 seconds. But aside from that, yeah, he had the AC on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's quick. You know, it's it's you know, instant torque, right? You have all that torque is available instantly. That's the launch. Um, like I said, I would love to see what tires they were on because I know they were running a Plaid prototype around Laguna Seca, and a birdie told me they were on slicks. Like, they got some crazy number, but they weren't on, like, three know, tires. Yeah, if you put slicks on any car, you'll knock two seconds off a lap, right? So I'd love to see what they were actually on. And Tesla, right. they're a little fast and loose. And, but let's know. get back to the Model yeah. Y. I want to discuss the Y, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Why? The... Because it's a it's a big win. It's just a big win. Can I can I give? Mike, I thought Mike. it was delivered without. Now you know I'm sensitive to cars now being delivered without things because of the <laughs> Defender. Yes. How's and, that going, by the way? Uh, it's happening. It's happening. I love that people it are hasn't complaining. happened yet, though. I have not been pushing it to be honest with you, but it's right, going to happen. Still don't have the shit. Uh, it's coming. It is coming. <laughs> you don't want to talk bad right but now. But I believe Johnny. I believe Johnny when he's telling me I'm not going to be happy with it. So I'm not. Re- uh, you know, I I've been driving so many other cars, Zuckerman. It, it's been in the hangar, and and I know people are complaining. It's like the height of you know privilege that I. <laughs> And they don't understand. I ordered a rack with a Defender attached to it. I wanted the rack, no, and I, I got I, the I car. Love how, I love how and, you, and, you and paid I can, for something, and you're privileged to, to want what you But I hear, for. and I understand what they're saying. I totally get it. But I'm complaining for all the other people who don't have a microphone. Right, of course. Because yeah, of there course. were thousands of people who didn't get their who Explorer packs. They ordered burgers and got fish And fillets. I'm class-actioning it. I'm there to complain so they feel better. I know I deserve that. I know it. I get it. Yeah, I understand. But I'm complaining for those other folks without the microphone. Anyway, the why, yes, why, is fabulous. It's so good. Why? So it's it's it, it, Tell me more about it, though. It's it's got it's a dual motor, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much to tell. Three hundred thirty uh, miles to the charge, which yep. is fantastic, and, and it works. You know, we, we've been charging it once a week, and it and it's plenty. And that's like every Tesla the user. The app yep. uh, on the phone is it controls everything. It's like having this super functional key, and it works. It works wherever you go. Yeah, you put it you put it on the wireless charging pads that are very big and easy to use. The first ones out of like seven cars that have had them where this big Pro Max fits, and, and it, it immediately works. charges quickly without me having to do any He's weird talking rearranging. He's talking about his phone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I'll say this: like the Model Three when it came out, super rough. It had a lot of problems, and they made a lot of weird decisions, like they made right. it a trunk instead of a hatch. They fixed everything with the Model Y. Like I have, I have nothing bad to say about the Model Y. It, 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 it's an incredible electric SUV. Like the Mustang Mach E is about ninety percent of the way there. But the Tesla's just—it's the little stuff that Tesla gets right. It's like the, with the Taycan, Porsche did a great job because they made an electric car that's fun to drive. But they missed out all the simple stuff. Like it's impossible to charge. I, I had one for a week. I was on the phone with Electrify America every single time I tried to charge. It just wouldn't work, you know. The backup camera is terrible. Like, why, why would you do Frustrations, yeah. Yeah, and, and so Tesla, what Spike is saying, they get all the little stuff exactly right. Well, that's because they're on the their customer. what? They're on their fourth version of yeah. an yeah. electric car. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they, they have a head start. But Huge. think about, Zuckerman, think about when you get a new phone and how many times you have to reboot and reset and do these things. I have yet to have that hiccup, a single one, which is what impressed me the most. And then I'm having these lovely moments where I'm brushing my teeth and I'm like, oh, I'm going to drive that car, drive the kids to school. Well, look at the temperatures. It's hot in there. Why don't I just adjust? And, and it's instant. It's not this thing where it's got to talk to the satellite in the sky. And then 10 minutes later, it gets the directive. 
it's it's if I'm within distance, which I am at my house, the phone talks right to the car. Question. It's impressive. The whole thing's great. Yeah. How long ago was it when they first electrified that little Tesla, a uh, little Lotus Roadster? 2007 or 8. Okay. Yeah. They've yeah. come yeah. a long They've way. They've come a long way. Well, the Model S was like 2011, and it was great. And what I like what I like about Tesla is that they they will just, again, I don't, I don't like necessarily the beta software, but they'll just charge ahead and do stuff that's a legal gray area. For instance, on every car you've ever driven, except for a Tesla, the thing that unlocks your seatbelt is orange, the release right. button. It's not a law. It's a law in Canada. It has right. to be orange. It's not a U.S. law. So they're like, we're going to make them black. And the reason, by the way, that, that everyone is orange, because if you want to sell a car in Canada, just make them orange. Now everything's orange. You have one less thing to worry about. And Musk was like, I think it looks better in black. And so they're black. And it, it does look cool. You know, and everyone knows where it is. No one's ever not gotten a seatbelt off because it wasn't orange. It's a Canadian rule. So I, that's what I really like about them, is that they're, they're, they're not afraid to, like, just do that. Because GM, never in a million years will they ever change away from orange. Even though they don't have to, they never would. Right. So We're having a nice time here. It feels like summer over here. Uh, kick off your summer in style with a brand that's reinventing men's basics. Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is so much more than just underwear. Their full collection includes t-shirts, polos, button-up shorts, pants, swimsuits. So much more with light and breathable fabric technology. Mack Weldon keeps you cool and comfortable all summer. From work to working out, happy hour to playing with us. Mack Weldon has men's essentials for whatever your day includes. Dive into Mack's uh, swim line and trunk board short options that are quick to dry and have four-way stretch fabric when you're not in the pool. Mack Weldon's new Maverick Tech Chino short. He's having a good time over there, isn't he? Perfect addition to your summer wardrobe. They also have a free loyalty program called Mack Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for a life once you're level 2. Spending $200, you get 20% off every order for the next year. Stay cool this summer and look great doing it with all the men's collections from Mack Weldon. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash spike. MacWeldon.com slash spike. Enter the promo code spike. That's MacWeldon.com slash spike. There you go. There is ad number one. Our boys at uh, Mack Weldon. Um, do you guys check out uh, Hodinkee Magazine? It's really yes. cool. Uh, volume yep. 8 is out right now, and I have it at the house. It's it's awesome. If you like watches, <laughs> it's really insane, though, the stuff they do in it. And, and again, I know we have a lot of watch people uh, listening to the show. Uh, they James Stacy, who's a friend, uh, did Love 18 James. pages on the reference points of the Rolex Explorer 2. <laughs> like, this is my kind of magazine. 18 pages. What could you possibly say? <laughs> it's awesome. How what could you possibly said? say? Zuckerman, eight, it had to be said. 18 words. <laughs> then, uh, then, then I turn the page and Aaron Rodgers is there talking about his watches. It's, it's great because it's not like any other. Mag- then there's a portfolio of rappers uh, all photographed with their watches. Um you should get it. If you guys don't subscribe, uh, Hodinky Volume 8 is out right now. Check it out. 166 pages. It's a magazine you don't throw away, you know. And just... Uh, That's not ju- an ad. That's me endorsing them. That's me just I saying was, it's I was going to say, just read it just for James, because he's great. <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. Anyway, um, Lieberman, what is this fat comment oh you wanted God. to okay. ask me about? <laughs> you wanted me to ask you about. Well, this is funny. Uh, I'm going to endorse something that I haven't okay. touched yet. But uh, two months ago, there was a picture of the three of us taken in uh, the, the garage. Yes. And uh, I was like shoving my belly out. And I am pretty fat. But everyone that day just called me fat on your page. Everyone's oh, like fat. that's not and nice. And this guy, <laughs> this guy writes me. He's like, hey. How about instead of being fat, I'll send you an Echelon bike. I work for Echelon. 
Really? Really? Now, what's yeah. an echelon bike? It's like a Peloton, but it's a competitor. Really? Yeah. Hey, I'm fat too. Yeah, yeah. Send, well, send me a bike. So yeah. wait, what is so what is the bike? Is it one of those bikes with a screen that it's has? Exa- a- it's the same thing. Is I've never seen a Peloton. My wife, my wife, she she put it together. She's been riding it. I haven't touched it yet. And I'm do you guys sad. like it? Amy, do you like the do you like the echelon bike? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up from my <laughs> wife. Um, yeah, and they just sent it, but it was so but like you know they sent it to me. It weighs seven hundred pounds. Right? Wow, sitting in the garage in pieces. And the guy's like, we'll send someone to your house to build it. Like, I just wasn't putting it on social right, media. Right, right. And I go, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Then my wife, she's, she's like, if you help me carry it upstairs, I'll build it. That's the hard part with any of those bikes. Yeah. I've been wondering that because for the pandemic, everybody, you know, put exercise equipment in their home, yeah. in their office. And there was a lot of carrying and moving up there. I have an exercise bike or uh, a stationary bike. Now I'm like, what? I don't want that thing there. In 10 years, they'll be lining the sidewalks. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> would. Brentwood, old Pelotons. <laughs> People will look the way we look at in old exercise minutes. bikes out there. Right. Did you ever duck and go to your like, grandparents' house and see yes, that weird exercise bike and go, they have not used that in a decade? Yeah, the contraption, the one with the handles that went up <laughs> but, and but back. But it takes right. up an entire Break their bodies, yes. yes. And now it, it's yeah. happened to us. Yes. It, but it takes up an entire room. That's the, no, What's small. bigger, the Peloton or the Echelon? I've never seen a Peloton. My friend who has a Peloton. <laughs> he has no clue. I've never <laughs> seen one. Well, my friend, <laughs> I've heard of penguins. I've, I've never seen, seen one. I think I own the stock. It was my friend who had a Peloton came over, looked at it, and said, that looks just like a Peloton. So I... You know, I don't know. Okay. Well, tell whoever your friend is. I'm fat, too, and yeah. I want one for okay. free. Okay. Why don't well, you take my bike? I'll give you my bike. You can have it. Fat and free. You sweated on it, and I think you've also used your Oculus virtual reality to <laughs> pleasure yourself upon <laughs> it. What? His kids are like, you can turn around and hit his kids. Yeah, my kids are right <laughs> on the there. Scene. And they the, should be exposed uh, anyway. I just, wanted to, I just want to say, though, somebody, like, call me ugly in the comments so I can get, like, some plastic surgery going or something. No. We're car guys. Why Why are they holding us to model standards? What is the problem here? I'm just saying, I've been called fat for, you know, 15 years online, and, and I never got a free bike. Now i got a free bike with a screen. <laughs> they should send <laughs> us free <laughs> food. Why don't they send us free I food? Oh, we're free getting food. free food well, today. Yeah, we are. Food, Chris yeah. O is here. He's amazing. Chef Chris oh O. We just, uh, we took a break, so you didn't have to listen to us eating. Um, what did we have? We had kimchi. We had... Uh, ribs. We had yeah. short ribs. Yeah. Short ribs. Yeah. Oh, man, was that so good. So good. And um, it's uh, some and kind it's, of glassy noodly thing. Uh, oh, those radishes with the the the, the red pepper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, those are and my he's favorite. got. I went out to the Scion and took some pictures. It, the whole thing is funny because the back opens up with the hatch, and then this long tray comes out, and there's fire. It's like a mobile Benihana. Like you it can is. sit there, are chairs, except awesome. better beer, uh, better alcohol, there's better screen. food. There's a there's and a there's a TV screen. screen. Yeah, and you didn't see him. He pulled in. He's on bags too, so he hit a button, and he and he then deflated. He lowered, oh, so wow. you would be at proper cooking and, and, and eating height. Now you see, there's a method to his madness. Yes, and I'll let him tell you because he's got it. He's going to get something better out of this. Uh, you what? realize an exercise bike? Yeah. <laughs> you put pedals on the bottom. You could like pedal yes, while you pedal, eat. Yeah, and he was on. You know, he was on season one of Car Matchmaker too. That's how I know Chris. And you can rent this thing. This Scion um, for not a lot of money for a few hundred bucks you can rent it and bring it over drive over and have a nice barbecue wherever you are it he pulls up he cooks for you it's a pretty sweet deal to have a celebrity chef like that do I that mean, just, just based on the radishes and the short ribs like done I'm in yeah let's go what are you driving uh, well today because I brought the family uh, my own car an Alfa Romeo Julia but I had a Lexus LC 
500 convertible oh. and a Jag F-Type R. Oh, which, okay. Yeah. Would you say those are comparable in a way? Well, they're both, one's 111,000, one's 113,000. They're both V8s, so sort of. Two-door convertibles, two-door convertibles. Yeah, well, the, the Jag's a hardtop, oh. but um, yeah, I mean, in a way, it, it, you know, if it's the same money. It's, it's a V8 and blah, blah. Um, they're different. The Lexus is heavy. You know, the Jag's also heavy, but the Lexus is 500 pounds heavier. The interior of the Lexus is like smashing and i think they every time they build one i think they make it a little bit better somehow just like three or four shades of brown on top of each other it's gorgeous you know it's just like you know when you go to look at you're gonna buy a car and there's like leather samples and like the, right. the, the actual leather samples look really cool that's what this is like who is, is this aimed at a sl550 buyer yeah is that yeah i mean inadvertently i don't know what they i think they built a car with no aim you know just um, to have one, just to have an open two seater. I yeah, well, it was, it was a hard top, and and then they're like, it's going to be the sporty car, it's a sports car, sports car. And it weighed like forty one hundred, forty two hundred pounds. Just I don't know, uh, but it drives very nice, and it sounds incredible. It's like one of the best sounding. You know, it's one of the last naturally aspirated V8s left on the market. Uh, so it sounds incredible, and then with the top down, it sounds twenty times better. So I liked it, and then the Jag, you know. They they've they've matured it. I think is their wording for it. So it's not as loud as it was, and it, right, it used to be right. the loudest car you could buy. But it makes more power. It's got revised suspension. Um, you know, I'd like better tires. I'd like a little more damping. But you know, if 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 if, if you don't compare it to a nine eleven, it's pretty good. Right, right. The second you bring a nine eleven, and it's like, well, it's it's better damped. It has a rear seat. It has more story. You know the typical nine eleven story. Right, right. So, do you, but, do you find yourself wanting to root for the Jag, wanting to like it? Yes, always. Yeah, yeah. I love British cars. Yes, that's right. that's me. Yeah, that's they're the great. That's the that's the thing. They get the sympathy. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's not sympathy. It's cool. It's a vibe, right? Maybe. I mean, there's just a thing. You just want it to be better than it is. It's never yes. going to be a German car. It's never, you know, there's, there's just something about it. You want to like it. You want it to be good. I like seeing people driving them. I really like seeing people driving them and seeing them on the road. I'd never right, buy right. them. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, if <laughs> well, I, you had a Jaguar when I first met well, you. An E-Type, a '67 yeah, yeah. E-Type, a '67 uh, slash '68. It was it was two different cars put together. That was my college education in classic cars. So now we have a beep. What's this beep? What is this beep? Is it a drone? Jack, is that you beeping? This was the worst idea in the world to bring our families here, and well, I, I. I think the four-year-old drowns out the the beep. And I apologize. We thought this would be fun, but now all of us are distracted by our will insane the ride, families. Will the ride home be a lecture to the children on misbehavior? <laughs> oh, no, not mine. No, yeah. I'm, I'm apologizing to the listeners. They're probably entertained by our uh, not being at ease here. But the, la the last thing I'd say about the Jag is that, you know, I, I had for a year, I had the 2015 F-Type R, which was like a screaming animal. Yes. I, I, was, I was sitting. That's a, a great car. I, yeah, I was sitting. It was, it was rear drive, first of all. So it was dangerous because it had no traction. <laughs> it was on bad tires. Uh, I was sitting in an empty parking garage with my buddy. Uh, Christian had a Hellcat. And we were just sitting there revving the engines, like two, two supercharged V8s uh, echoing. And the Jag was louder than the Hellcat. But all the things that journalists complain about, like, there's no traction. It's, it, it moves all over the place. It's too loud when it starts up. 
So they did everything that journalists wanted, and now everyone's you know sad about it. It's like <laughs> oh, it's no longer it's no longer crazy. It's not, you know right. now it's all wheel drive, so it doesn't do the craziest burnouts and you know hop all over the road. So I don't know. It's it, it feels a little softer than I'd like, but honestly, 575 horsepower is plenty. Uh, and if they would just one more, one, like instead of sport damping, sport plus, just tie it down. I'd I, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's it's close, but the way I drive, it needs a little bit more. Mm. So. You know, with Father's Day right around the corner, Zuckerman, you're a dad. I can see that clearly you're a dad. There's never <laughs> been a better time to try or share the Harry's experience. What do you like about shaving with Harry's, Zuckerman? <laughs> okay, it's like asking me what I like about going to the barber. I don't have any hair, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, shaving, shaving. I don't, I it's shave the, myself and I keep it scrubbed. With Harry's, with Harry's, our sponsor. What I love you- Harry's. <laughs> I love, see, I'm going to get this right for you. Not I, Harry, Harry's. Harry's. <laughs> I love Harry's. You know what I like about them? The weighted handle. The multi-bladed blade, the way it just grips like a Can-Am car on my face. I'm a big fat fan of uh, of, of, of Harry's, actually. Lieberman's the big fat fan. <laughs> Exercise bike reference. Thank you. <laughs> I like all their smelly stuff. I like the shaving cream. I love their razors. and I, I am so. I, I really am wholly addicted to them. I, I, they, I have them for you, and I'm sorry Do I didn't get clippers? those to they have No, this is a... All they've sent me so far is the shaving stuff. It's the cream, but they have this face shaver that is revolutionary and I, it feels like a Can-Am car. You know the suction? Right. It's got five blades instead of three. It's excellent. I look forward to shaving every time. You guys get to try it or if it's a dad who needs something, you got to buy it for your dad. Uh, let me tell you where you're going to get. We have a trial set for just $3 or you can get $5 off any shave set when you go to harrys.com forward slash spike 911. My name, my favorite car. Harry's has gift sets, great gift ideas for the guy in your life. They have a graphite Winston razor handle handle that's even engravable. Get that for me, Erica. Uh, Harry delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price with still refills as low as $2. Stop paying so much money. Go to harrys.com forward slash spike 911. Uh, buy a shave set. Go to harrys.com spike 911 and get a special gift for the dad in your life. When is Father's Day? I don't know. 20th. I know this. <laughs> okay. It's my brother-in-law's birthday, the 20th. Well, let's be very clear. I have one Father's Day gift that I always ask for and never get, and that's for everyone in the household to be agreeable. No, <laughs> no contrariness. That's you know, it? That's it. Just be agreeable. Be agreeable to each other. Be agreeable to me. Don't contradict me. Don't give me an argument. <laughs> don't, uh, you know, whatever. I, just I, let me be and don't, you know, just, I just want pleasantness I around me. his family is about 18 <laughs> I don't give a shit. That way they can't hear him. They're, They're used listening. to it. <laughs> All of our families are used to it, by the way. <laughs> Remember that time I made you laugh so hard? About the sandwich board. Yes, I did. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. But I, I was, bring it I was up. I told my that. wife, said to me, what would you like for Father's Day? And I said, I want you to get a sandwich board that, that written on it says, I'm a pain in the ass and you have to stand in front of the supermarket for all your friends and, they, and our friends and neighbors shop. <laughs> wow. This sandwich board yeah. piece of it and supermarket made me laugh the most. And what was her response? She just looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, well, you know. But you know, back in, you're from Massachusetts. They used to have the stocks in the town square. <laughs> yes. They would put some contrary wife would go in the stocks with her 
You should be accused of being a witch. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. No, or you put your back I talking. love the idea of a sandwich board promotion for our show. Maybe I'll have <laughs> one made for Spike's Car Radio put and Spike we'll wear it. Spike a sandwich board. Yeah, we'll go down to the supermarket and wear sandwich boards. <laughs> sandwich boards. Maybe, maybe in front of the Malibu uh, Sheriff's Station. Yeah. I, uh, you know, when you and I were driving with our friend from New York this morning, Mr. Zuckerman, I was taking a call from uh, Steve Serio, our uh, mutual friend uh, on the uh, East East Coast. Coast. He had just been at Amelia Island. And I said, what is the state of the market? The state of the car market. Um, And it was lots of pleasant news. Um, He said, you know, things I didn't quite understand that brass era cars did really well good <laughs> unexpectedly that's great a Duesenberg that was valued at three million which sounds insane isn't that pre-war or is that brass era no, well, what is uh, the difference brass era is like 1914 you know the 1910s yeah. okay. okay so it kind of it kind of fades in the 20s in the early 20s but like even yeah. before 1914 it's like yeah. the invention of the automobile up, the invention up, up until, until 20 or so until it, the, the yeah. art deco kind of right thing, and yeah. then like and a they're Duesen- awesome a Duesenberg would I think be pre-war? I wouldn't consider pre-war. that to yep. be. Yeah, it's not that brass. wouldn't be a brass, brass. era car. That's pre-war. a high-tech yeah. vehicle, and you know maybe it's one of these Murphy SJs or, or something like that. But it went for five million dollars apparently. Yeah. He said Amelia was on fire. Everybody's out. Nothing's they going to spend money. Everybody wants to spend money. Not everything was up, but you know there were a lot of Ferraris that were up and, and back where they were. There, lots of things had bounced. Uh, notably, three thirty Ferraris had not bounced. In his opinion, which I found interesting, um, the 73 RS continues to be an odd kind of bird. But if you have the best of the best, they were up uh, in the 750 range, which was somewhat interesting. Um, you know, he said what we already knew, which is anything pre-owned and recent from Porsche. You know, nobody can buy new cars. So GT3 Tourings and, you know, these cars that would normally be trending downward were trending upwards my buddy, right now. My buddy just bought a Touring. It had, it had like less than 1,000 miles on yeah. it, but he bought yeah. a Touring for 230 Right. Wow. Sticker That's was like 180. Wow. It's white. It's not a nice color. It's a white yeah. car. Yeah. It's a great car, though. 30. You know what? Ultimately, if you keep it forever, who cares? No, it's totally. a great car. It's you know an R is now up to four fifty plus. Right, right. So you're getting you're getting its baby brother for uh, still somewhat reasonable price. I think when new GT threes are hitting the market, when they figure out this chip bullshit, uh, that <laughs> that that market. I hear come contradictory down. things about that. That it's figured out and that it's never going to be figured what out. What do you want to know? And from people in the know. You I tell know me everything. what you know. Oh, here's what happened. I was talking to a gentleman who was involved with a, a company called Qualcomm. Yes. And a gentleman who was involved with a company called Ford. And different stories. Okay, so here's What do the, you know? All right, here's the story. Uh, pandemic hits and all the automakers stop making cars, start building ventilators or whatever. And so the people making the chips are like, oh, we should sell these to the TV makers. Because everyone's going to want a new TV. Also, TV builders will pay more for the same chip than a car maker. Car makers are notoriously cheap. Right. And so the chip makers are making more money, so there's a, there's a shortage with that. Then there was a fire at the – I think there's only one place not in China that makes these chips you can put in cars. It's in Japan. There was a fire at that warehouse or something, so that kicked off the chip shortage. And now – uh, the people making the chips in China don't, and the wafers too. They don't want to sell them. <laughs> wafers. The, yeah, it sounds so crazy. Well, the, but they don't want to. They don't want to sell them to car makers because it's less money than selling them to video game makers. The problem really, is, I see. The problem is 
once TV and video games hit saturation, then they're going to have a glut of chips. So it's okay. going to work. But its I way had heard out. stories of just uh, you know money not being invested in the next factory, and one company that did spend the nineteen billion, another company that didn't now is playing catch up. But it, it's part of that whole. Like, there's every- an unlimited amount of marketplace for these things. Yeah, we can't make that. Shit you can't in make this them country. fast enough. You, you can't, we can't, you can't open well, up somewhere and make no, chips. No, but what they could do is what they didn't do now because everything was on time manufacturing, lean manufacturing. Oh, yeah, don't stockpile. Don't stockpile. So now guess what? <laughs> there's now there's stockpiles. Yeah. So wow. it, it'll be over very soon. But no, every, so every you're single, saying you're going to say it's a, it's going to be over. Yeah, every, every single car maker is shut down for two weeks, uh, whether they advertise it or not. And um, I think they're all back up now. Yeah, they're all back up. That's yeah. what I thought. But yeah. I was hearing other stories. But I mean, who knows? look, here's the thing. Like, I'm getting this from uh, a woman I work with, Alyssa, who, you know, she's a she's a news person. That's right. Right. News. That's what she told me. If that's what the folks from Ford said when, yeah. when I was chatting and with she, them. She, you know, so she's getting her info from the same place. She's, yeah, yeah. she's in there Detroit. So. Well, if you're interested in getting a car right now today while you're listening, i got a place for you to go. Collectingcars.com, our buddies from, uh, from merry old England are here in L.A. now. Uh, they've got really cool cars for you to buy. Uh, it's an auction that's going on right now, this second. You can just go to Collecting Cars right now. Uh, our friend Chris Harris is part of it. He's out there selling it with the podcast. He's out there selling it with content on YouTube. He's out there driving the cars and calling attention to the great cars. What do they have there, Spike? What? How about this? 2014 Mercedes-Benz SL550 Brabus. Brabus? Brabus. 50. Uh, modified by Fletcher Brabus. Jones Mercedes. It's right here. 520 horsepower. Uh, accented with Brabus wheels. Uh, Zuckerman is accented with Brabus, too. Look Brabus. at all the Brabus on him. <laughs> you, I see your Brabus. They, uh, they've got an Audi RS4 Avant from 2001, imported from Spain to Canada. Nice How about that? Hey, now we're talking my language. But yeah, yeah, legendary manual wagon yes, with tasteful yes, upgrades yes. and a Brabus scrotum. What? Uh, the Chevy 3600 pickup from 1949, a 1989 Mercedes-Benz 560 SL. There you go. Well cared for. That's not too expensive. Um, the 65 Ford Thunderbird. Unique olive green on green color scheme, fully rebuilt engine. You get the picture. There's something for everyone at collectingcars.com. Why sell your car there if you're going to sell? List for free. Sell for free. Hassle-free. Collectingcars.com. You get the picture. You ate ham. Now it's time for a very special episode of You Ate Ham, where we bring a group of Jewish people into a room and feed them various items. And unbeknownst to them, they all... They all just ate ham. <laughs> That's a Zuckerman pitch. That's a, that is he really... thinks this is a TV show. I, you I, ate ham. I that was, you're yeah. feeding pork to Jewish people and they don't know. Here, try this. Try this <laughs> strawberry milkshake. <laughs> Secretly, it's made of yeah. ham. I, I mean, maybe? And then when they eat it, they go, this tastes funny. And they go, that's because you, they like you ate ham. But here's my question has always been, what do you do after the first two minutes of the show? After someone eats ham, you just do it over and over again? You I ate ham? It's a, Quibi. Quibi. Show. it's a Quibi hit. No, Quibi it's went out of business. Oh. <laughs> it's a, it's a $2 billion dollar flop. I judged a pork competition one time. <laughs> and my, and I, sat, I sat next to Jonathan Gold, who's also a, a he. Yeah, uh, is he still with us? Oh, no. He sadly died of pancreatic cancer. But... Um, I think we had like 61 pork dishes in about two hours. Wow. It was one of the most gluttonous things I've ever did. Kushan 555. 
and it was great. And then afterwards, this was the greatest. He's walking by. Uh, I'm sitting there talking to Gold and with my best friend, and uh, a woman's walking by. They just had like chafing dishes filled with bacon. And he grabs a handful and eats it like afterwards. And I stare at him as if like he's a superhero. And he looks at me. He's like, thank God for Lipitor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jonathan Gold was, you know, he wrote counterintelligence. The greatest. In, the, in greatest. the L.A. Times for years. He was a fantastic. No, the best. Yeah. He really sussed out great, great places that were inexpensive. Did he start in the L.A. Weekly? I think he, he did. did. But, you know, he really got his start. He, he went to he was a music. He was like a experimental music major at UCLA. And he would take the bus down Pico. Right. And then he would just pick a different restaurant every day to eat at. So he ate his way down Pico, which is like probably the most diverse street right. in the United States. Uh, right. And, and yeah. And, and, and he, he made a thing out of it. Yeah. And, and he, was, he turned out to be like one of the greatest writers ever. It was really, you know, you think about yesteryear, the LA Weekly was something I actually looked forward to getting. And I looked forward to getting it particularly for Jonathan Gold's character yeah. intelligence. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking to that, Mike. Let me just give you a sound check. Hello, one, two, three, four. There you go. Five. Just keep it right up there. We're just going to keep going. Well, you don't even have to edit that yeah, out. Let's just keep running. We're, we're talking Jonathan Gold. Oh. Yeah. Rest in Celebrity peace. chef Chris O is here. That's what we're talking now. <laughs> I don't know about gold. <laughs> I don't understand what that is. Food um, people knew who Jonathan Gold was. Yeah, Spike still, is very thin. You'll notice yes. He doesn't know. <laughs> he knows his power bars. <laughs> Let me tell you about Chris O. <laughs> Celebrity chef. Is that because you feed celebrities or you're the celebrity? What is it? Which one? Oh, I like the first one. Better. The first one. Okay. <laughs> uh, best new restaurant in the country by Thrillist. Best new restaurant 2019 by Eater San Francisco. Uh, top 25 uh, food trucks by Forbes magazine. Mm -hmm. There's too many of these accolades that you... Top food trucks uh, of Los Angeles by LA, LAist. Mm -hmm. These are all my favorite sites. You And that's just the top of what was a very long <laughs> list of accolades for you congratulations yes. thank you thank you thank you for cooking that meal amazing for us. thank you for it having was, me it was delicious there's more right yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about what you brought by today tell us about the vehicle and what 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 folks can uh rent and what happens uh i literally brought you guys a korean barbecue restaurant to your driveway uh via the korean barbecue car um it's literally a fixed up uh, Scion XB um, <clears throat> you push a button the whole back end comes out and it's uh, it's like one of those cream barbecue tables you see at the restaurant that literally motorizes out the back you sit down grill up some meat drink some booze and have a good time now does it does the car come with you are you there? For, for an optimal fee, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> an upgrade. It's <laughs> called an upgrade. It's called a supplement in yeah, the but restaurant it, world. But it tastes the same if you're there or not there. Yeah, You've absolutely. You've trained your people well. A absolutely, absolutely. So, so, oh, I see. So you have different uh, people, and but you can have the celebrity chef, Chris O'Connor. Yes, at a very, very cheap maybe i think it's like a five dollar add-on and is no, it only no. is it only for four people or can you do it for like i know we surprise you with like 10 yeah, yeah, people no. in our rotten families well, but. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean obviously you could cook off it you, i mean you, you we could do parties with it but the whole goal was to like literally have four people sit down right like they were really at a korean barbecue restaurant right right having the, the full-blown experience and where do people where, where do they take it when they rent it we, we've taken it to malibu we've taken it up to griffith park We've done it on the side of the road. So it's nice locations where you want to sit, where you wouldn't normally be able to sit and eat. You yes, You can kind absolutely. of pull up the restaurant. Yeah, That's yep, a cool yep. idea. We, That's a great yeah. idea. What we like to say is we have the best view restaurant in, in the country. 
We can go wherever you want to go. Wow. Go in front of somebody's house you dislike. Have a wonderful <laughs> meal that smells so good. Why would you do that? Just to say, fuck you, Ferris. <laughs> just, to, just to lord it over them. So you would eat in somebody else's driveway? Yes. Kind of, that's what you would do? <laughs> I would do it a little different, but yeah. yeah. No, I mean, my, my, what I really want to do is pull it up to other Korean barbecue restaurants. Ah. See? Ah. ah. And See? kind of piss them off. Right. You know, stir the, stir the pot a little do bit. Do you know, you know my buddy Sang Yoon? Of course, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. where he lives. So yeah. we, can, we can do it right in well, his well, driveway. It would be great, no, Let's actually. just put it up in front of uh, Father's office. Yeah, <laughs> done. You can roll it right on there. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And what? there's an element, and he's also playing international politics, international relations, and history here, because there's a plan. You realize he's, he is doing Korean barbecue out of a Japanese car. Yep. Yeah. What's what's the goal here, Chris? Well, so so the new Kia Carnival, of course, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Absolutely. I mean, look, the, the whole goal is to you know get the attention of Hyundai and Kia and Genesis and those guys and be like, look, hey, you really want me to do Korean barbecue off a Japanese car? Oh, brilliant! Yeah, you want yeah. that new ah. Carnival? Trust me. You ah. know? Yeah. So so what would he get? The Carnival. It's a, it's, it's a brand new it's That's a brand new minivan by Kia, um, and it actually like from the B pillar forward. It looks like an SUV. Oh, super, super luxurious inside. Yeah. Uh, like and and cheaper than all the the uh, the other three than the Toyota, the Honda, and the uh, the Chrysler. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yep. We just did a four way Comparo and Motor Trend, and the runaway winner, Carnival. Really? Yeah, okay. Kia killed it. Okay. Totally cool. Perfect. Yep. I like that new the the G, the Genesis G GV80. GV80 is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you want a van, though. I think a you van? want the menu because okay. it's just lower to the ground. Okay, yeah, got it. And then who does the, the custom work in it? So me and my buddy actually did all the work. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow, impressive. How? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With tools, Spike. <laughs> no, but it, that's, that's craftsmanship. Uh, yeah, yeah, but how do you approach something like that? I mean, <sighs> I mean... I remember you on Car Matchmaker, and yeah. I never thought, "Oh, this guy's going to build a car." <laughs> you were you had you were having me help you find a yeah, car. Absolutely. That's absolutely. where you were at. That's yeah. why. That's where I'm yeah, coming yeah. from. Well, I mean, look, look I have a, I love cars. Right. I mean, I have a, I have a slight car background. Um, I did more of the vision work. My buddy did more of the you know the hands right. on. I get it. The I get hands it. off stuff, but it was a lot of trial and error, and just you know a lot of just. Drunken nights of just hey, let's just want to try this out, see if <laughs> well, this works. And so. what kind of heating element does it have in the center there? What is uh, that? So it's powered by both charcoal and butane. Ah, so you get the right taste. Yes, I mean if you guys taste it, you could taste yeah, the yeah. charcoal. Oh, it, it was tastes great. great. You know? Yeah, it was. It you know, because with any with any type of meat, it was like the simple jeep kind of. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Kind of the taste. Absolutely. I was like, that's rare to get. Yeah, you know, most places are just gas fired. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's, there's one way. You know, there's there's one way to cook meat on a pan. Versus on an open flame with charcoal. I mean, you're, it's it's the the flavors like night and day. So right. yeah. you guys should know that. So I, I know. I, I, what I, kind I of restaurants like get you the angriest when you see them? Like when I know when I see certain people in certain cars, I'm like, oh, that person has no taste. What <laughs> what is it about meat cookers? Like who are the meat cookers you look down on? You go, oh. Yeah, oh, nobody that. listens to this show, oh, so oh, you oh. can insult <laughs> any, name, name, <laughs> anybody. No, I don't mean people you Is don't like. Uh, yeah. I'm just curious. When you drive by, uh, what kind of restaurant do you go? Oh, like is it Olive Garden? You go. Oh. No, I love Olive Garden. <laughs> you, you <laughs> they just built a brand new one on uh, Venice that looks like the like the Bellagio. What do you love about Olive Garden? Really? I love Olive Garden. <laughs> wow. Why? I mean, obviously, I mean, because of the free breadsticks and the salad. Right. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I mean we, you know, we, we grew up 
you know, not very wealthy, but, you right, know, kind right. of like, you know, my parents are immigrants, so we grew up kind of poor and like, right. you know, going to the places like Olive Garden was like, true. was like going to Mastro's back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, right. So, right. That's true. I mean, That's my, absolutely my true. parents, well, actually, my parents' friends love Sizzler. That was the big one. Oh, yeah. Sizzler. Sizzler, yes, wow. absolutely. We Sizzler, had a yeah. place called Producers. And then we had a weird one, Arthur Treacher's Fish, Fish and, and Chips, which is bringing now bringing it back. <laughs> They're bringing it back, Ferris. That's why I brought it up. Isn't that insane? What, what, you remember all the tales about about <laughs> bread and rats? Yeah. <laughs> well, Deep he fried. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in the East Coast, right? So West Coasters. So I'm Long Johns. Hold on, New Bedford. Fishing village, whaling. We have plenty of fish. And then a fast food fish place opens up with the name of an old actor from black and white movies that only my dad knows. I still don't know who Arthur Treacher is, right? And we're going to eat at Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. I'm like, this isn't even really that good. And the, now, and the decor was terrible, too. Yeah, it looked like a Burger Chef and Jeff. Yeah, that was yeah. a burger place right near it. Not Burger King. We had Burger Chef and Jeff in Brockton, right? right. The future home of crack cocaine. That's, right. that's what was going on in Brockton, Massachusetts. I love Brockton. I'm sorry I had to say that out loud. Now, cut to right last week, Zuckerman. Out of nowhere, here in L.A., Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips reboots of with a cool guy like Chris. I don't know. It's one of your protégés. Oh, really? Who has decided to add this to their... Portfolio yeah, of bad and ideas. It's gourmet fish and chips calling it, and they rebooted the brand wow. Arthur Treacher's Fish and Chips. Wow. That, I love fish and chips, so. <laughs> who has, well, that's a good question. Then who has. We, we've been wondering. LA. Where's the best fish? Where's the best oh, fish? Tony and Ted's. Oh, oh okay. yes, 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 you're right. No one asked. No, why you know, fat I, am. I know about food. <laughs> I want to know what Krista. No, I don't know the name, Okay. but it's in Koreatown. And it, it looks. Incredible! It's like it looks like a crispy pillow Ooh. of like flaky white fish goodness. Wow. It's, really? Like you know, like when you when you have a bad fish and chip, the top is nice and crispy, but then when you pick it up, Ugh. the whole underside is yeah, just yeah. Like, soggy. It's soggy and it comes up. It, like I've 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 I you lift it up. It's like a like a light boulder if that's yeah. an wow. analogy. You mm. can just you can knock on it. You could. Well, find just, the name. Okay, what I'll street is it on? I don't know, somewhere in Cape Town, like 6th Street or something like that. <laughs> okay. Just All right. Use there is yell. A he sounds like me saying that. Ah, somewhere in Cape Town. How did you get into food? I, I got to ask. How, how did this start for you? Uh, food, funny stories. So my mom was always a good cook. Um, so I used to learn from her. But then I grew up in the, like in the, in the days of like Food Network um, and YouTube. And like I kind of learned from them. And then I tried to go to culinary school. But my parents weren't having any of that. Uh, they made me go to college, get a nine to five and all that stuff. And then um, fast forward when I was 30, uh, I had like a business, a bunch of businesses, a real estate company. And I just wasn't having it. So I took a leap of faith, moved to L.A., uh, lied on my first resume to get my first kitchen job. I was cutting onions. I felt like I was in prison. I was cutting potatoes and cutting onions. What was the lie on the resume? What did you say? I was I was working at these really nice restaurants in San Francisco. They don't nobody calls off the. Yeah, rent. yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. So you know, fast forward, you know, twelve years now. I have you know, I've owned and operated dozens of restaurants. I've been on TV numerous times. I have all these accolades and all from a lie. Yeah, and yeah, all from yeah. a lie. <laughs> That's we all living a lie, Chris. <laughs> living a lie, but living it well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you just you were serial. Opener, serial entrepreneur. It just, it, 
Yeah, absolutely. I, How I'm, is it so easy for you? Everybody dreams of opening a business, opening a restaurant. And you make it sound like, oh, you know, by the time I was 30, I had all this shit going on <laughs> and I just took a leap of faith and went and tried some other stuff. And then I had 12 of them. How? What, how could you do this? You know, honestly, I mean, is okay. I, I really believe it was my upbringing. You know, I lived in a very strict, you know, Asian American family. You know, they wanted me to be a doctor, lawyer, astronaut, whatever. You know, yeah, uh, we're, we're Jews. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we okay, understand so you that. Guys yeah. that. You guys get that? That's yeah. not Same. just Asian Same. families. Yeah. You know, Same. they they hammered me like study, study, study. You know, they sent me to boarding school after boarding school. So like, I feel like by the time I got to college, I was already like a hardened like hustler criminal <laughs> so like once i graduated college and went to the real world i mean right. everything seemed kind of like a like a cakewalk to be honest with right you. <laughs> okay because mom and dad were mad at your parents oh so. yeah absolutely <laughs> sending you to boarding school oh, but i'll tell you right now boarding school is just like prisons like you know it's like <laughs> you, it's a lot of prison <laughs> yeah you you know like you when you go to jail you come out as like a hard like even a harder right criminal wow like same with boarding school i went to two i went to chode in connecticut I went to the hill in Philadelphia. I came out. I came out of there just like ready to go. How did you? Okay. How did your parents, immigrants, you say immigrants mm -hmm. of, of limited and modest means, get it in their head to send you to Choate? How does that happen? I, I don't know. There's like a little like I think back in the day they had like a little Korean American like little like little fun. Tupperware club. Great fun. It's yeah. like you know. It's like oh you oh your your kids messed up. Oh you send them. To Connecticut, you know. Wow. Yeah. There you go. They caught you smoking weed. Now like he's that, huh? <laughs> was that the field of dreams? That's what it was called yeah. at show. That's where I learned, first now learned he's, how to. Uh, got smoke. restaurants. A lovely Submariner on oh, the wrist. You're a watch you, guy too, you. huh? Yeah, you have a collection yes. of watches as well. Yes, yes, yes. You do. Yeah, I have a couple of Rolexes. What do you like? They're Rolexes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, you go. Yeah. He's in the club. I have a Datejust, uh, 41 millimeter. I mean, nice. I want to buy more, but. There, I can't find any. It's it's impossible. Yeah, there's a everything. Rolex shortage along yeah. with the chip shortage right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of sympathy out there for the Rolex shortage. Uh, anyway, Chris, where do we find, if you live in L.A. or if you're coming to Los Angeles, uh, I would guess the general Los Angeles area, yes. and someone wants this uh, Korean barbecue experience yep. in somebody else's driveway yep. and or anywhere else, <laughs> come to Zuckerman's driveway, by the way. Yeah, anytime. Feel free. Do it eat in his driveway. How do they find you? You can just go to the website. It's uh, www.kbbqcar.com. Or you can find us on Instagram, kbbcar or Chef Chris So. Um, you got the internet. You can find anything you want. So Awesome. There you are. Well, thank you for coming on and cooking for everybody. We loved it. It was delicious. I also want to thank our sponsors, Mac Weldon, uh, Harry's. Uh, they've got the best shavers. And collectingcars.com. Go there right now. Buy some cars. And don't forget to check out Hodinkee's Volume 8, available now at Hodinkee.com, that cool magazine. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Zuckerman. Thank You're you, Chris. Thank, Thank you, families, Chris. for coming by and flying your drones and getting into airspace, Jack. We'll talk about that after the show. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.